Hi, and welcome back. I'm your host, Robin, and you are now listening to my podcast, Broken, Strength Under Control. Matthew 5, 14 through 16 says, You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. I just want to take a moment to just say welcome back. I'm excited. Um, This has just been an awesome day. And um, I'm just grateful and thankful. Before I actually go into my topic for today, let me read something to you. You are invited to come dine with me from now through all eternity. Believe in the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. And dine with Jesus as your host. To live in heaven eternally, all you must do is RSVP. So that's right. You guessed it. We're going to talk about the invitation. Y'all, when I tell you that it's amazing how God can just shift and turn your day into something that is just mind blowing. This what today has been like for me. Um, I, I work from home and I, um, I've gotten really comfortable. I, I enjoy working from home. It keeps me stress-free. Um, and I had just, y'all, when I tell you that I kind of messed up like big time on some tickets that I processed, (laughs) I messed up. And so, but normally in a situation like that, because I'm very hard on myself about, you know, making sure that I'm doing my job correctly, that I just did not get upset today about the mistakes that I made because I felt like God was going to use those mistakes to teach me something today. And that's exactly what happened. And so, and it wasn't that I rushed through the tickets trying to get them done. It was the reason I made the mistakes. It was just the fact that when you become confident, sometimes we can become overconfident in what we're doing. And that's where we make the mistake. And so, Just when you think that you're doing something correctly, sometimes you may not. And so I have to say that there was a blessing in my day in spite of all the chaos, in spite of all the nonsense and just different things. It just overall was just an awesome day. And I'm so grateful and so thankful. Um, There's been so many different things that has transpired over the last several days and to be truthful with you, I just, I'm not going to get myself all frazzled and all upset about things, honestly, that I can't change. I can't do anything about. And neither can you when things happen. That's called life. It's called 
a part of what we have to go through. And so um, the other day I was having a conversation with a real good friend of mine and I read her my topics because I was like, I don't really know what I'm going to talk about for the next podcast. And so I read them off and she said the one that jumped out the most to me was the invitation. And it was the one that jumped out to me, too. So that was just a confirmation. Um, And again, I thought it was just um, a great thing to even talk about, because a lot of times we don't realize or even think about, you know, um, certain things when it comes down to how God talks to us and what ways he uses. And so I read something to you um, because it's actually something that I actually have um, hanging in my kitchen was what I read. Uh, I wrote it down and I thought this would be cool to kind of open this up. So I'm going to I'm going to read it again. You are invited to come dine with me from now through all eternity. Believe in the Father, Son and Holy Ghost and dine with Jesus as your host to live in heaven eternally. All you must do is RSVP. And so I got to thinking, what does RSVP stand for? It just literally means respond to an invitation. And I was just like, wow. And of course, I I really was about to just go extra with the RSVP. But then I was just like, nah, I'll keep it simple. Um, because a lot of times we make things, we can make things more than what it really needs to be. Some invitations just require a yes or no. And in this instance, it's a yes or a no. Either you are going to accept his invitation or you're not. And so there's three. um, I'm sure there was many different times in the word where God extended an invitation. But the three that I'm going to talk about today is the first one is to come to him. Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. That was in Matthew 4, 19. It's really senseless to struggle alone. You just have some folks, and I was one, um, where they have so much pride and different things that are operating, and they feel like they don't really need anyone, that they can't, you know, they feel like they really can only depend on themselves, so they won't extend themselves to allow someone to be there for them in the capacity, you know, I know you know people like that. I know plenty of people like that. And like I said, I used to be just like that. Not that I felt like I was too good for anybody to help. But, you know, a lot of times when you're asking for help, well, let's just let me put it this way. When you know that you have someone that will be there for you, sometimes we can depend so much on them to be there and whatever else it is that we need, we will use it as a crutch. And we will never do what we need to do for ourselves if we constantly use 
the resources that we have. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't use your resources because you should. God placed them there for a specific time and a specific specific season in your life. And and so but don't take advantage of your resources. And a lot of times um, you have some folks who just take advantage of their resources. And so, again, when you have pride and different things like that operating in you, it's kind of hard to see that this is you can't do this alone. And he didn't intend for us to do it alone. And so we have to obey his instructions in the presence of others. Now, this was something that really sat with me because a lot of times we think that when he invites us to come and follow him, that it's for us. To some extent it is, but really it's for others. I know. Yeah, y'all probably thinking, okay, well, what does she mean? It's for others. It's to win hearts for him and demonstrate the undeniable change that he has had on us. So does your commitment to following Christ point others to him? And I always just, I come to the realization um, that I actually just have always said, Lord, let your residue and your presence remain in a room that I exit. And honestly, it should be, it really should be um, logical or common sense. You know, it should be evident that Christ is a part of your life in your conversations, in your mannerisms, your behaviors. All of that speaks to Christ being a part of your life. And so and I had a conversation with someone just yesterday. And I basically told him. You have to be careful about how you move because people are watching. I said, you became a pastor over a church. And God is going to hold you responsible for your behavior and your actions. And so, but that's all of us. Not those that are under a mandate um, in the church and just different. That's all of us. He still mandates all of us to live and act accordingly and carry ourselves accordingly because of who he is and who we are in him. And so, and I told him, I said, and regardless to what you're doing in front of people or who have something to say, because folks are just going to be folks. People gonna always say something about you, whether you're doing good, bad, or indifferent. But the reality is God is always watching. And I literally just said those words to him. I wanted to remind him that there's a call upon your life. And the anointing in your life is phenomenal. And you are going to do I mean, he has an amazing gift across the board. But I wanted to remind him to be careful of how he moves. Because people are watching. And with that being said, could somebody want to 
question or inquire more about Christ when they see you, when they see how you carry yourself, when they see, you know, what kind of conversations you're entertaining. Um, and yeah, nobody's perfect. We all have issues. We all have flaws. Ideally, we are not God. We are not the Holy Spirit. We're just a representation of him in the earth. At least we should be. And it should be something that draws others to him. And so, yeah. So the first invitation that he asked was for us to come and follow him. The second one that I wanted to speak on is come and seek rest. Come to me, all who labor are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. That's Matthew eleven twenty eight. Jesus welcomes us with all of our emotional baggage and our burdens and invites us to find rest, to draw us closer to him. That was a word. I, I said this last week. That was a word that I really was clueless about. Because I always felt like if I was resting, sitting still, not that I was being unproductive. And that is not true. That is so far from the truth. It couldn't be any more farther from the truth. Um, I felt like I just always needed to be moving. Always needed to be doing something. Thinking of a master plan. I always felt like that. And so... And the reality is, is resting in him comes in so many different forms. Resting in him could be you reading your word. Resting in him could be you worship, worshiping him with music and song. Resting in him could be in your prayer time. So it's not really just about sitting still and not doing anything, but truly to find rest is really in him. And so a lot of times God will sit you down if you don't want to sit yourself down, especially if there's something that he wants to talk to you about. That's going to be key in your next season or the next move that you're going to make. And because we like to be dealing with the hustle and the bustle, always moving, always on the go, you can't hit a moving target, but you'll miss more than you can catch if you don't take the time to rest in him. Allow him to replenish your spirit. Allow him to minister to whatever area in your life that there seems to be a struggle. You know, my thoughts a lot of times tend to be an area where they get the best of me sometimes. And I don't know about any of y'all, but I'll tell you me just being transparent here. I will have told the whole, I will have played the whole story out in my mind. If they say this to me, I, this is what I would say back, you know, or if they do this, I don't know about any of y'all, but this is just me being transparent. I do it and I have done it. And so is it a healthy way to handle? No, it's not. So I find myself a lot of times saying, Lord, the blood of Jesus over my thoughts. 
I plead the blood over my mind. Why? Because again, you just don't, they can get the best of you. And those thoughts become actions. And then next thing you know, you doing things that you don't really have no business doing, you know. And so a lot of times when I feel like my spirit is not in a good place where I know that it's healthy for me or for somebody else um, that I may come in contact with, I will shut myself down. And not that I don't really want to be bothered, but you don't want to penalize somebody else for your bad thoughts, your bad actions, your bad behaviors, um, and just different things like that. So it's definitely a learning season for me. Um, getting back into the swing of how life actually was for me before I took a moment to just take a break to breathe. Uh, I'm still kind of like a little all over the place, but not really as bad because I have so many different things going on right now at the same time. But I'm just grateful and thankful um, that I have an opportunity, no matter what time of the day it is, no matter what I have going on, I have an opportunity to just rest in him and find rest in him, no matter what I have going on. And so that was the second one. The third invitation, he says, come see and, and stay. You are already clean because of the, the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. That's John 15, three through four. There are many different paths that can steer us away from sticking with Jesus, but we are to reaffirm our acceptance of his invitation to come see and remain. And in order to remain in him, you know, looking for him and others and making him a priority in our lives is crucial to us remaining with him. So a lot of times, again, you know, um, my sister and I, you know, we talk about a lot of different things. And, you know, we have our mom. She's she's funny. She's a character. You know, um, she's in a class all by herself y'all funny okay but she's one of those kind of people that you know it's all about her wanting and i truly wholly wholeheartedly believe that she wants to know christ really for herself um but you know she looks at so many of us, you know, because most of us truly are trying to walk this pathway out and live according to God's word and his and his principles for our lives. And so you mess you say the wrong thing in front of her. And she'll have a comeback. Well, it with regards to how, you know, the person is supposed to be in church they supposed to be christians and i had i found one myself telling her one day mom you cannot base your relationship off of how you see what we do because each one of our relationships with the lord is different my path may not look like your path and vice versa but at the same time that 
he gives us different people and different seasons and different times of our life. It's like eating the meat and spitting out the bones, but don't throw the bones away because you might have to go and grab something for another season. And so, you know, and we would tell, you know, we've told her plenty of times, like you have to seek Christ out for yourself. You cannot look at what people do. We're human and we're going to make mistakes, but you can't penalize us for those mistakes because what? We're trying. Everyone is trying. And you may not always make the mark that day, but that's okay. That's where forgiveness, grace, and mercy come in. At. Grace is for that reason. To cover us. The blood covers us. And so you're going to make mistakes. But that doesn't mean that that's the end all be all. And so it's good to look for him in others. And then making him a prior priority in your own life. So that you can remain grounded in him. That means we have to trust in his commands before we realize what they will reveal and give us things which prevent us and give up things. I'm sorry. And give up things which prevents us from going where he leads. And not just things. Sometimes it's people, too. Yeah, I'm 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 going to touch on this because, again, we get so caught up in what we've lost you know, I know for me, um, I saw a lot of people that I thought were friends fall by the wayside when this pandemic hit. And even to this day right now, I hope that they are well, but I have not had a conversation with them in over a year. And for me, it was difficult because when we first went into the pandemic, when I tell y'all my anxiety kicked up like a thousand, it was on a thousand um, because there was no other outlets. All the things that I like to do for myself that I use that I utilize as an outlet didn't have that as a as an outlet at that particular time. And so. Me and my sister sometimes would do jigsaw puzzles. And I mean, I have a bunch of them. I haven't did a puzzle in a long time, but we would sit there. And then sometimes I would just sit there for hours after I clocked out from work and just do the puzzle and work on it. Why? Because I didn't have to think about anything. I didn't have to answer my phone if I didn't want to. All I just was focused in on putting them pieces together so that I could get the end result of what the picture would look like. And after we would put puzzles together, I would take them all apart and we would do another one. And so I found some peace in doing that when I didn't have conversation or I didn't have too many folks that I really was talking with on the phone. That's where I got a lot of my peace from was doing puzzles. And so, again, you know, you have a choice. 
It's very simple. Jesus thought that we were VIPs so much that he laid on a tree for us. And so how will you respond to the invitation? And I just want you to think about that because clearly all he, the things that he's asking us for is not that difficult. It's not that hard. We tend to make it more difficult and more hard than what it should be. And so this invitation only requires a yes or a no. It doesn't require a maybe, a yes or a no. Because he said yes over 2,000 years ago so that you could have life and have life more abundantly. And so I think it's only right to respond with a yes. Keep in mind that he's already accepted everything about you. That was already taken care of on the cross when he gave up his life for you. And so I'm just grateful and so thankful for what he did for me. Um, and no matter how hard it gets, no matter how comfortable I am, no matter how much maturity that I lack thereof or whatever issues that I'm having, I'm going to say yes. And I'm going to do it with the results and the hopes of being with him one day when it's all said and done to be with him. And so we have a choice, y'all. We can choose to not accept his invitation or we could accept the invitation. It's not that, that complicated. And so, you know, y'all know I'm not ever really on here that long. So, but before I go, I just want to talk about a few things. Um, my book is out. It's titled Broken, To Be or Not To Be. That is the question. You can find it on Amazon. Um, I put in some work with that one, y'all. It was my first self-published book. Um, I revamped it a little bit and tweaked it a little bit, added some things. I didn't take the word out that God gave me. But I um, basically just redid some things in it. So the second edition of my very first book is out. It's on Amazon. Um, again, it's titled Broken, To Be or Not To Be. That is the question. And I want to talk about an upcoming class that um, we are doing. More Than My Pretty Face is my sister's nonprofit organization. Um, it's a mentoring program for youth girls between the ages of 14 and 18. This coming Saturday, we are hosting a grant writing class with Miss Gwen. They call her the Grant Lady Curry. Um, she's a phenomenal woman. She has 20 plus years in writing grants, very well knowledgeable. Um, this is going to be an awesome class. The cost of the class is only $100. It is actually a fundraiser. Let me just tell y'all how irritated I have become with people. 
And I know that I may not have the right to feel this way, but I think that as a culture, in our culture, African-American culture, we just really don't support each other enough. This is a fundraiser for a nonprofit that is going to pour into the lives of our young women, our young girls who are becoming women. We're helping them. We're gonna be helping them get prepared for real life, the world, you know, and prayerfully, that they don't make the same mistakes that their moms or whoever was a part of their life that raised them made for that matter. We just want to help them recognize certain things about themselves early on so that they can be productive, so that they can be leaders in their community, so that they can be very confident contributors just everything. And so the cost of the class is only $100. You can sign up um, by paying. I don't know if any of you all follow me on social media, but my email address is my first and last name, which is robingriggs at hotmail.com. If you're interested in signing up for the class, email me. If you know somebody who's interested in taking the class, email me share the information i have we have been posting this now for almost two months and we are just days away from this event it's going to be so awesome again saturday the 25th the cost is a hundred dollars the class is from 11 to 2 and trust me i took this class you will not get as much information as you will get from this this awesome woman of god She's a woman of faith as well. Um, but you will not get as much information. I almost can guarantee you if you were to spend what it costs to take a grant writing class, which is like fifteen hundred or more. And she's going to cover so many different things. Y'all, I got pages of notes from when I took the class back in April. And so it's just an awesome class. So if you know someone who's interested and want to learn about grant writing there's so much free money out there and she helps you go get it she teaches you and equips you so that you are able to go find the money that you're looking for and write the grants and that is her whole motto basically i want to teach others how to to write them and go find the money she's very easily easily accessible and everything and so when i tell y'all it's just it's great it's going to be a great class if you know someone who's interested again they can email me at robin griggs at hotmail.com also we will be going live tomorrow via Facebook. Me and the lady who's teaching the class, Miss Gwen, we're going to do a live at six o'clock tomorrow on Facebook. And she's going to introduce herself. And she's also going to talk a little bit about what it is that she's going to be teaching on. And trust me, you don't want to miss this. This is going to just be awesome. An awesome, awesome 
awesome class. And so we are very excited about it. Um, and I hope that, you know, again, you will just share the information. If you follow me on social media, um, I have Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Uh, the flyer is out there, but I also can email it to you. Um, but we just, you know, we real excited about this. And uh, again, like I shared last week, I am going to be looking for sponsors to sponsor my podcast. Um, I feel like I'm in a season where I'm actually ready for this. I feel like I'm back in my element. So I really have missed being on the podcast. And so I'm going to be looking for sponsors. So if you know anyone who's interested and would sponsor my podcast, I would love to talk to them. Before I go, this podcast is on iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Apple, Google, Spotify, and Breaker. Thank you for joining me. Again, I'm your host, Robin. Be encouraged and know that I'm praying for you. Peace and blessings to you.